What's up, everybody? This is Sriracha in the building. And a straw hat tie. That was a little awkward today because we don't have my main man Tommy with it. So, tot squap. I know I'm going to butcher that. He's going to write it in the comments. But this is our first time me and you going live together on the Popcorn Podcast. Yep. Man. How does it feel that we don't have uh, Tommy just spitting words out, rhyming? You know what? It's very quiet. <laughs> but it's not the same without him, man. I'm not going to lie at all. I kind of like his liveliness in here. You know, it's not the yeah. same that we don't argue in person before we go live. You know, we did a little I argument mean, on the phone. Yeah. You know, I hung up like an angry wife. But other than that, we got the business done. But Tommy, man, we miss you. It's never the same without you, bro. And uh, drop some comments, some likes, and recommendations on there if you're watching right now, boss. So, Tyler, what, how's your week going so far? It's all right, man. You know, just... This Memorial Day weekend, been a little busy. Yeah, just working on my own stuff. Been home alone all weekend too. You didn't burn so. the house down or anything like that, right? We're okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> all right. No. Cool. Cool. No. Parents are gonna come home to a house. Yeah, they should. Okay. Oh, they should. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Good. Good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, real quick, you stopped at Target, right? My main man here knows, and the oh, something just dropped off the set. My main man knows, and what are the eyes that I'm wearing my Two Face shirt? I don't know if you can see it right now, but you got me this badass two-faced pop right here, the Tommy Lee Jones one. I love this. This man knows me so well. And then really cool, too, this man got me the, right, what you see here, the nice Spider-Man layout right now, which is pretty dope. And what you got that from Target. And then I think you were telling me there was some controversial stuff going on on Target. Because I know when I went on Instagram this morning, somebody threw a rainbow on the floor <laughs> on Target, stomped on it, said it was a sin. Like, I know you know what's going on. What, what's going on with that, brother? Yeah, so, you know, I was just, um, actually, no. R- originally, I was uh, doing, I was out doing some, like, shopping and stuff. Right. And I had to take a trip to Target, and, because it's the one thing I needed was there. And I go there, and I did see online that, like, on TikTok or and Instagram and stuff, that there's, like, a whole, you know, because next month is Pride Month, and there was a whole Pride Thing, controversy thing at Target going on. So I was like, you know what? I was like, let me see if that's at every Target. Right. So I go to my Target, you know, Target right here, and um, I go inside and I'm looking around and I see not in just, it was in the little boys and girls clothing section. Which the I have a problem with because now they're not separating boy-girl clothes. It's all <laughs> meshed into one. I noticed that the other day when I went to Target to buy some stuff. But continue. Yeah. And then um, the thing was they have a whole pride section in the little boys and girls um, clothing area of all children pride clothes. And, and like souvenirs and bags and this and that that say all this... You know all that stuff on there. All that stuff. And let me tell you, there's one really bad thing that I saw, and I know other people are making videos about it. Yeah, is they have a one like you know like a one piece bathing suit that usually yeah. like some girls will wear. Like they have a one piece bathing suit that has at the bottom a part where you could tuck. Huh? Yeah. Tuck. You know when a guy tucks his you know. No, you know, that's what it's there for. And it's for children. Yo, no, yes. really? And there's videos about this right now yep. too, dude. That's fucking crazy. That that's insane, man. I, I don't. I kind of don't understand that whatsoever. And this at every Target. 
Because I've heard they lost like nine billion dollars. Um, I mean, and uh, the owner, you know, the guy who owns or whatever, wrote an email out a big thing saying we should still stand by what we're doing, and he kind of seems that he doesn't care that he's lost nine billion dollars in sales. You and know, if that keeps up, will there be another target? Like, what's going on? You, you know what I'm saying? Uh, real shots out, real quick. Tatsuku Wap is in the chat right now. He's watching. in the chat. What's up, Tommy? Yeah, what up, man? And then, but back to that is, yeah, I don't know. I wanted to see for myself just to see if, like, our local targets have it. Yeah. And ours did, and I'm assuming the others do too. Like, the one in Selden probably has it, and the other ones in Riverhead probably have it. And, like, I don't know. I just think, honestly, at this point, with the whole pride and uh, the gay and the Everything I just think more now, it's more a trend than anything. I think the cause is out the window. It's a cool thing. I'm annoyed because Father's Day is coming up and they stole my month. Uh, I'm, I'm kind <laughs> yeah. of tired about that. What did you, you know, of all months, you had you couldn't take Mother's Day? Why is it that Father's Day gets <laughs> shafted with everything? You know what they do with us on Father's Day? You know what they do? They make you go buy the burgers so you <laughs> can go cook your own damn food. You know what I'm saying? And they're like, oh, happy Father's Day. You get socks. But yeah. Mother's Day, the restaurants are sold out. You got to wait an hour and a half. You get edible arrangements. And they replace Father's Day with Pride Month. <laughs> Dude, like... You know? How, did, how, how am I getting shafted here? You, you know? It's because you're a man. They're trying, to, they're trying to get rid of masculinity. Because you see yeah. this, like, you see what I have the problem is, I was, when I was going to look, I couldn't even look that long because of how angry I was, actually. Right. Because you know how my, my thoughts and beliefs on that is yeah. just out the window, just right. awful. And for me personally, that's, what that is is right there, that is child abuse and pedophilia. Yeah, I just don't understand why we're, we're forcing it on the children. You know, listen, when you, listen, life, you grow up. You take, everybody takes their own path. You know what I'm saying? There's no judgment. I don't judge on whatever you choose to do in your own spare time or whatever. But to force it and make it, force it on the children in that aspect, I, I, that's why I kind of draw the line with. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that's right to be, you know, kind of making it okay to switch whatever you want. You're 12, you know what I'm saying? You're 10. You're already confused. You're misguided as a world, you know what I'm saying? Like my daughter, shout out to my daughter. My daughter's birthday is going to be on the 12th. This oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. She's going to be 12. Okay. Actually, figure the number wow. I picked out there. That's yeah. pretty cool. That's yeah, pretty yeah. Cool. So um, I know for me as a father, listen, I had a problem with just my daughter learning sex, sex education in the sixth grade. You, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I came up different. I went to Rocky Point High School, but before that, I went to a private school. So a lot, lot of this is like a whole new world that I'm learning that my daughter's learning at, at a certain age. You know? Yeah. And you usually ask permission for sex education learning. So if you really think about it, we're, we're kind of still doing sex education without parental without parents' con, uh, com, uh, permission on what they're doing in targets and stuff like that. I don't know, like, what are we teaching our kids right there? That you just can be confused and switch whatever you want? Like, I don't yeah, know. I don't no. understand. Like I said, you want to raise, you, listen, you raise your kid how you want to do. I just don't understand putting it in our children's mind at such a young age right now. I don't, I don't, I don't think no, that's, right. that, that's They want to get yeah. older. They only want to figure themselves out. That's the path you want to go? Yeah, I have, I still respect you. I love you. There's not like I'm going to stone you in the middle of the street. <laughs> I just, well, my issue is, and I'm very vocal about it, is how... We're making our decisions for our children. You know, so we're like changing their minds. Like, you know, we, 
I don't understand why we have to have this in the children's section and switch like you're, talking like yeah. we're teaching our children the young boy you're, to talk. you're supposed to be like, a representation I, of what to be yeah exactly not, like not what the world wants you yes. to be you, you know what i'm saying because i'm pretty sure that when we grew up they told you you don't want to do half of the stuff that you see on tv don't do what all the kid, cool kids are doing be different yeah be different. now they want every but now we took different to a whole new be, category. being different now is just no being different is being straight that's yeah, how it yeah, is yeah, now. Yeah, and being a, it's and terrible, yeah. man. Because it's just like what? What? I don't know. I, I, I don't get it. I really yeah. don't. Like, like we're both stuttering for words right now. Because, like, and, and that's just... very hard to do. Because <laughs> I usually can't shut up. You know. So the fact that I'm speechless is that has to tell you something right now. To be honest with you, bro. Like it just you got to. If you have children out there, you just got to own the right belief system. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta teach a kid morals. You gotta teach them the right and wrong, and you gotta teach them how to kind of stand up and think on their own, and not just follow the trend of what's going on. Because, like you said, it's almost like trendy. Yeah, you, you know it's, what I'm it's saying? Not, it's 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 just not being gay. like there was a point where people were just like gay and whatever, but now who cares? like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, who cares? Like, like that's the thing. They're like, oh, what are you being uh, homophobic or transphobic? No, I'm not being any of that. I just don't understand why we're affecting the children for it right no, now. No, you're, you're brainwashing. I, 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 I'm, like, I don't understand that. If, my, if a child wants to do that when they get older, let that be their decision. That's their decision. The fact that we're kind of planting the seed more and more, because I'm pretty sure if we were planting the seeds of Christianity in the school, we get expelled, you get shut down. And I'm not trying to go in that topic. I'm just trying to point out certain things. Even the Pledge of Allegiance, you don't really have to do it too much. Flags are being replaced, like the American flag is some out of the schools are being replaced with other flags. Yeah. Your political views and advice should not even be in the school. You shouldn't even be telling the children at the school what you believe and what not. That's for them to make the decisions on their own. Because when I was growing up, you had teachers like Mr. Malloy and Mr. Netwood, shout out to them, that were literally, if you ask them who they voted for, they'd tell you to go, you know, go scratch. Because <laughs> it was none of your business. Why should I have a political debate with somebody that, <laughs> that bulls hasn't even dropped yet? Yeah, you, like- you know what I'm saying? So that's where it's like, leave it alone for now. Yeah. You know, especially sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. Any any grade, it, really. It, it doesn't like, make sense. If you even think about the maturity of the of, of a, a person's mind, like what a boy, a maturity they're fully not developed until like twenty two years old, mentally wise. Women is a little bit sooner because they mature a little bit quicker than us. But still, the fact that we're not even waiting for the maturity level for them to understand a certain in, uh, certain uh, you know certain topic. Yeah, we're just gonna just shove it down the throat. You're gonna like it. I don't care. It's going to be a topic here, topic there. Because I'm pretty sure when Christianity did that at one point in time in the world, everybody got mad. Uh, you had people knocking on the doors, telling you this, leaving traction. How mad did everybody get with that? I'm not sure if you were part of that generation. But I know like people get mad. Like, there's another track in my thing. You know what I'm saying? There's another Jehovah's Witness at my door. You know, <laughs> yeah. how many Bibles are at a whole... You know what I'm saying? I'm tired of hearing that. So now, it's like reversed. It so, is very... It's, it's, you know? And I don't think we should be forcing anything. Like, I'm a Christian... I will share my beliefs. I would love to have a conversation with you, but I don't feel like I'm supposed to be forcing it on you. Like, I could share it to you. If you're not feeling it, I'm, a, I'm just going to let it rock. Why, why am I going to keep on shoveling in there, making you aggravated more and more? I'm not doing Jesus' work. I'm just aggravating you, turning you off, and I'm not getting any messages besides the fact that I'm forcing my belief on you. So why is it that everybody else could force their beliefs like this, but if I even want to say a prayer in a school, my kid's getting kicked out? Yeah, no. And they, like, they can't say I'm being dramatic because I, there's two kids that I trained that been kicked out from school because they said a prayer before lunch. 
Interesting. I Which mean, is crazy, and it's right I, in the local area in I've Long never, Island, New York. Long I, I've never had a I've never had an issue in in school about my what I believe in. Like I'm a Christian too. Like you know, it really depends who I, complains and how much of a scene it happens. Because it's you know? really crazy. Because like I even had a I even had a, I proved a point to someone one time. Like that there was this one time this one girl used to make up stuff all the time and like would lie about a lot of things right. and. She went to the same church I did, right? And she went to a bad route now. But, like, she would do all this stuff. Like, she was a crazy, crazy child. And we went to the same church, grew up there, whatever. And we went to the same exact school. And I knew the same, like, teachers that she had and this and that. And she said, because at my home church, they make Jesus Never Stops shirts on it. Right. And uh, we... We just wear them, and I'd wear them to school all the time. I didn't care. Yeah. And literally, I always got compliments. I even, a teacher, one of my favorite teachers, even asked me to buy her a shirt. Oh, that's and, cool. You know what's uh, crazy? Really cool. I'm like, yeah, like, no, I've never had a single problem, nothing said at all or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then this girl was trying to tell everybody, like, from my church and, like, my uh, confirmation class and youth group and stuff that, like... She wore she wore the same shirt and everybody was bullying her about it. And I'm just sitting I sat back and let her talk and I'm like Um That you? didn't happen to you. I'm like I'm like didn't happen to me. I was like, so what's the difference with you? And she couldn't say anything. And then like uh there, so you know, I caught I caught her in a lie because yeah. she wanted the attention. You're kinda for like it. starting to t- you're looking for attention. And then you think about that, you're starting an issue for no reason. Yeah. What happens if her parents caught wind of that, really believe that, they go down to the school, and they're like, what are you talking about? They're going to use you as an example. Like, Tyler just bought me a shirt, weren't it? We're not picking on that right now. You know what I'm saying? But that's the problem, too. You don't need all the false stuff out there that, that cause those issues like that. Yeah. And that's what drives me nuts. Because honestly, with you, man, I wish I was the Flash. I wish I could make my own Flashpoint. Turn the hands of time, redo the COVID era, you know, find out why everybody went stupid oh, uh, afterwards, stupid. common sense left out the window, you know what I'm saying? So like I said, if I was to reflash, I would love to bring back, to, uh, redo time and do things a little bit over with. Oh, but yeah. to bring that up, first shout out of the podcast real fast, that's a go with the flash issue that I did. I got to say thank you to Tommy who gave me the, the original VHS of the first Batman movie. Yeah, that's really cool. You know what I'm saying? And you know what's great? He's going to wear the similar outfit in that Flash movie that we're going to get the Flashpoint. Are you stoked about that movie or what? You know what? I've I've heard, like, because I follow a lot of people on, like, social media that are influencers that go to, you know, red carpet events and, like, premieres before and, like, whatever. Yeah. With the actors. And they, I've, a lot of them have seen an unfinished cut of the Flash movie already. Oh, really? Like, yeah, they said it's an unfinished cut, and even an unfinished cut, they said, after all the controversy with Ezra Miller and yeah. everything... Because that said, movie almost got shut down a couple times because of it, dude. And More then, than a couple yeah. times. But they said, overall, that is a great, great superhero movie, and they said they're wait- they can't wait for the regular cut of it. And, you know, I was like... You know, I was like, this is going to be such a big generational movie. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to have to see it. So no, I thought, we, we, we yeah. have to see it. Yeah, but you got to. Yeah, literally. So I'm going in two weeks. 
I'm going to Myrtle Beach. And oh, nice. the same week is the week the Flash movie comes out. So all my family I'm going with, I convinced them. To and go? I, and I got all, there's, a, there's an AMC where we're staying in Myrtle Beach, like right down I'm the road. I'm going to shake the Maracas for <laughs> you right there, man. That, that's, uh, that, you're geeking out with the family now. You made it a, you know, a family event. Yeah, and then I'm, I literally got everyone a ticket, and there's an AMC 10 minutes from our Airbnb. Nice. And we're seeing the Flash opening night. Oh, that's cool. And, but, that's really cool. Yeah. Because you have people like Tom Cruise, who's not a big like superhero movie guy. I hate Tom Cruise with a passion, but he said it was probably one of the best movies he's ever got to see. And even yeah. Stephen King, the book writer, who's not that huge into the superhero world and stuff like that, he said it was such a well-done script that he can't wait for everybody else to watch that. So you got two people that are very honest and hate superhero movies pretty much, and they're telling you that they're really, like probably some of the best things they've seen in a long time. Not just a superhero movie, just like a long time in general. Tommy actually said he wants that VHS tape back. <laughs> Can we block him real fast? How do we block Tosco off on here? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, no, so, like, I hope it's good. It looks good. I, uh... It just sucks that Henry Cavill's not going to be in it, but I do like the Supergirl phase that they're doing. I like the girl that they're using as well, and they're going straight off to like the original comic books, man. The real storyline of Supergirl. There's no random agendas in there like the Supergirl show that just went down the toilet completely. Like the, I don't know what they were trying to do with that Supergirl show. The, the actress was not bad. I just felt like they just ran out of ideas. I think they knew they pushed too much nonsense in there, and it just like the the plots were just terrible. It just it it, it was it was garbage. Yes, yeah, so I think this girl is going to save the day. And if you want a a strong woman for like a role model, I think she's good. She represents a great super or super girl for a guy for me with a daughter. I hope she likes this character. I hope she does it justice. I think there's going to be a badass woman in a supergirl. Hopefully, she doesn't turn gay though. <laughs> <laughs> what they're gonna do here at the popcorn podcast like tommy says here we back up but might not support all the comments <laughs> that was for tommy right there for you <laughs> but so i so as you and tommy know and i don't know if the world knows i'm not too big in the dc i really love batman that's that's who i like and my heart set on but i'm taking it out i've looked up like how to do it i i'm watching all the movies before i see the flash like i literally just watched uh, Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman. I've seen them before, but a long Tell time ago. Tell me how good Man of Steel is. Okay, my. You know what? I think Man of Steel could have been uh, could have been better. I think it's a what? good. I think it's a good movie. I just think it's poorly produced. What are you talking about? It's, how is it's it poorly jumpy. produced? Like how did how did all of a sudden Lois Lane gets and all of a sudden she's in the mix of everything in one in one movie? It like, was a it was a whole buildup. You missed the whole buildup. Buildup. Yeah, uh, it was yeah. just a bunch of flashbacks. No, so yeah, but that they tie in. You oh, you got to you got to watch the right version too. Which one did you watch? Uh, the, all the, the all the Snyder cuts have the extended stuff on it. You got to watch the extended because when they put the well, Man of Steel out, the original cut, when they put that out, they took a lot of the fillers out. The fillers got put back when they put that back on the on the DVD. Yeah, no, so, I, I watched yeah. uh, all all Snyder cut and because I thought the guy who played General Zod killed it. I liked the uh, way yeah. how Superman was learning his powers. Because a lot of people were like, oh, the guy the bar scene when he put the you know the guy was like kind of yeah. like messing with him. <laughs> and one of my buddies like Superman could have kicked his ass, but that's the thing about Superman, he knows that. He knows he could kick your that's ass. Why, that's just, why he, he just didn't even bother with it. He just walked away. And what better way than putting his truck on a telephone pole <laughs> and let him try to make sense out of it at the same time? I thought it was yeah. genius. You know what I'm saying? 
And then, uh, what, what did you want? Batman vs. Superman? Superman? Yeah. That was good. My only complaint was Doomsday. Because that was not Doomsday. Well, uh, yeah. So, I, I know, I've, I've seen and heard he a little bit about like Doomsday. He looked like a Ninja Turtle on steroids. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Michelangelo really pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, the, the Batman vs. Superman movie, I would say that was definitely a good movie. Only thing that's... That's like weird about it was it was a little dragged out like there was certain, yeah, there very was long <laughs> very, it didn't have to be that long three hour movie yeah. like but was, it, they were building something with that that's why yeah and then they dropped the ball that's when they had to bring back the Snyderverse and stuff like that because they they butchered everything else after that unfortunately yeah. but uh, and personal opinion I don't know if you'll like this but I don't think Ben Affleck is a a great Batman. Ben Affleck still has the best Batman fight scene of all time. Which one? When he was in, in the warehouse. Oh, that that was that, that was, was the best part. But other than that, I agree with him. I yeah. don't think he was the greatest Batman. I liked his look because of um, oh, excuse me, the Miller version of the Batman. He was older. He was grittier. He got tired of the nonsense. And like big as hell. And he beat. Like, and he beat the, well, that's what they're going for because the Miller Batman, if the animated series in the comic book, he was built like that. He was big. He was just. Uh, he was just. Done trying to fight the good fight, he just got tired of it. So that's when he started kind of kicking everybody's ass. Tommy and that fight scene was like straight out of an animated series. Yeah, and no, still to was- this day, even the new Batman movie, which was good, it didn't need to be that long, but it was good. That's still, the, uh, I feel like, the pinnacle of how you should do a Batman fight scene was the Ben Affleck's Warehouse. Tommy actually just said Batman vs. Superman is the greatest DC movie ever, but... Batman, I wouldn't say he's the greatest, but DC-wise, because they didn't screw up too much in the script, I, I'll give it number five. Number five? Because for me, the first, the, honestly, the trilogy of The Dark Knight forever will be the oh, first top no. three ever. The like, Dark Knight is the top ten movie of all time. Like, that's just phenomenal. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like You, you can't really top it. Tommy really knows that Aquaman is his number one. Movie in the world, and he can't wait for number two to come out. He's itching for. Why are they making another you, you another two? It doesn't make like, sense because he's not going to be. What's his name? Um, uh, Jason Manoa. He's, yeah, he's going to be Lobo. It's uh, changing his whole character around. But that's the beauty of the Flash movie because that Flash movie is supposed to redo everything. So all DC screw ups. And all this other stuff is supposed to change everything, and we're supposed to get a, 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 a new timeline from here on out. So yeah. I hope that works out because that it that movie is going to open up a lot of doors. I think what's his name playing as Lobo is going to be great. I'm kind of curious of who Superman, the new Superman, is going to be. Yeah, I I'm kind of curious who I the mean, new Batman is going to be. I think they're going to be two different Batmans. You, yeah, you know what I'm I, depending yeah, on the situation in the movie, because I know they're going to do like a Damien Batman type of a movie together. Well, yeah, I mean, well, what James Gunn is doing right now, I, I kind of trust him a bit, especially what he did with Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, we don't, we're not going to go into that, but uh, I we just know that was a fantastic movie, yeah. and it was all because of him. Yeah. But uh, like, I think he will make this because as what I'm seeing right now, like I've only seen I've seen. Movies periodically over time, yeah. But I gotta rewatch them all so I can really like remember and like know what happens before the Flash movie. Yeah. And just just from watching those two movies already, I already see the way that's like it's going, and it's not that good. But uh, I think if he starts it all over and makes his own thing, well, that's I what he's supposed to do. He's yeah. supposed to rejump because if you read the comic book and watched the animated movie, he rejumped everything. 
just to kind of save his mom. He like he didn't want his mom dying, but him doing that screwed up the entire timeline. So I, I hope it works out. Because I think that would be really, really cool. And then there's another movie that's pretty much like a timeline coming out. We got that new Spider-Man-verse uh, movie coming out. Which, in my opinion, the first one, all right, was probably one of the greatest Spider-Man movies ever done. Yes. And then now the second one, Spider-Man 2099. <laughs> and Ben Riley is going to be in it. My two ultimate Spider-Man versions ever. Hands down, I put those two over Peter Parker all the time. I like that. That's crazy. That, that those are, crazy. I, I, it's weird because like my, I was telling my wife about this too. I was like, like Batman. Yeah. You know, it's got a lot of Batman stuff, but it's never the original Batman. I like mm-hmm. the other counterparts of people that try to be are like the fillers, you know? And there's something about, for me, like relatable wise with like the Ben Riley Spider-Man and the 2009-99 Spider-Man I really adapted with. And the 2009 Spider-Man is the first Puerto Rican Spider-Man before Miles Morales. Check that. Oh, that was that. made in the 1980, uh, okay. 1989-1990s, that comic book. I think you're worried. You might have a clone or something if you're really like Ben Riley. You know? Oh, I it's... thought that when I was younger, you know? Maybe. You, you, you just got to grow some hair back and make hey, it Hey, maybe my guy has hair. That's the thing. You, you know what I'm saying? Ben Riley's blonde and blue eyes with a scar on his face. They didn't know where he came from. Yeah. You, you know, but that movie is going to be cool. They have, like, every Spider-Man underneath the sun. Oh, no. I, I, and 2009 yeah. Spider-Man is, like, the villain, but not the villain. I think he there. I think... Well, the Spot is the villain. The Spot's the villain. But the, the thing is, yeah. I, I... So, what I... This is, what's like, a league of Spider-Man, and, like, they didn't want Miles Morales in it yet? Like, they didn't think he was ready? No. So, I... What I've collected from all the trailers mm-hmm. and everything is, uh... And some influencers have seen it, but they give a no-spoiler review. Yeah. Obviously. And I've watched it all... Because I'm really excited for this movie, and I can't wait to see every Spider-Man because I'm obsessed. Yeah, I'm just too, obsessed. I, I, I just want to see how they do the out. Oh, bro, yeah. If you check out the whole lineup, it's funny because you brought in all the Spider-Man stuff. Are you ready for that? I brought the Batman stuff. Yeah, literally. And then, like, I'm wearing my Two-Face shirt. The man buys me Two-Face. Like, we're just linked in. You, yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, it, it's, it's perfect. But, yeah. no, th- that movie's going to be great. Yeah, and the thing is, uh, what I've collected was, I think, so Spot's going to be the villain. I think there might. I have a feeling for some reason there's going to be another villain involved. There has and then to be. Spider I think, can't be big enough to do a whole yeah. movie. And then I think the thing is, all the spider, like all you know, the multiverse of the Spider-Man come together. And I think like Miles Morales is one of the main guys that has to do something. And I think because what, what I think is, I think they're trying to. Like, be like, oh, this is how history went down. This is how the future goes. So you have to do it this way. And I think they're Miles, gonna make Miles Morales the main Spider-Man of the main universe sooner or later. I think this is the well, build up. Yeah, I think they're like, I think he's gonna do his own route. Like, because he even said in one of the trailers, like, nah, I'm gonna do things my way yeah, because everyone did. keeps telling me like, yeah. this is what's gonna happen and this is what I'm gonna do. That's what he does in the comic books too, and I love that they're still keeping that original plot in there. Because they could easily try to make him like a, a Peter Parker wannabe or like yeah. fill in his shoes. He's going the opposite route. And they're going to give him new powers in this. Just like in the video game. He has two extra new powers that we didn't know yeah. about. And it's awesome because I already know one of them. He could turn his electric power, you know, that shock, that venom yeah. electric thing. Yeah, he could venom. turn it into a sword. He has his own lightsaber now. He literally uses it as a lightsaber now. You can't tell me yeah. that ain't cool. No, I, <laughs> you know, Because I saw the picture of it. It was dope. It was orange. The lightning was going around his hand, and it literally looked like a fencing lightsaber. I've definitely grown to like Miles Morales a lot I liked more him from the moment the they years. introduced him. Because you know what it was? It was original. 
They didn't redo a character. You know, they didn't do a past tense. They didn't bring Peter Parker back to the, alive just yet. And even before they brought back the uh, the Ultimate Spider-Man that died, that brought Morales in, he had Miles Morales went into the uh, went to another timeline, the six one six, and met that Peter Parker. So like he went around meeting all these other Spider-Men. And then how cool is that? That the movie now is taking what was done in the comic books and is making it even better. Yeah, like they kind of did this little team up. I have the six book series, like all the Spider Man coming up, but the twist that they're doing it now makes it so much better. It, it does. Uh, and then now you have like, comic books for days. You got all oh, these different yeah. Spider Man, like the Punk Spider Man. Uh, that's gonna be cool to see. That's too. actually pretty be cool. Really cool. Some of the comics I look through them. Yo, the artwork. I didn't get to read like the plots of it because I'm not. I think he's cool looking, but I, I don't know if I like that version of him yet. So I'm like looking at it a little bit. But the artwork and the villains that he has, like just picture v- Venom. With like freaking punk rock uh, bracelets on, and you, you know what I'm saying a chain around his neck, like it's cool looking, you know. Be the girlfriend you never wanted. <laughs> well, the, yeah, the ex that won't leave you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this movie has. Re- uh, I've I've heard from the other influ- influencers that seen it already. The early screening. Yeah. Is uh, so far best movie the going to be the best movie of the year. And I heard it's better than The Flash as of right now. I was going to say, but I think it's going to top The Flash. It probably will because because majority of – if you want to go Marvel route, Spider-Man is the most popular superhero. This is where you're going to learn the popularity. Who likes more, Spider-Man and ba- or Batman? It's always Superman and Batman, but people don't realize the similarities of Spider-Man and Batman really have in villains yeah. and storylines. And this is the first time, if you really think about it, they're both coming out with movies at the same time. I, that's that, true. I don't think that's ever even with the Toby Maguire, Toby Maguire Spider Man, the the uh, the George Clooney worst fucking Batman ever. Okay, that was before. There was no Batman movies. I don't think unless Tommy, you know, Tommy's watching. He could correct me, but I'm pretty sure there's a little gap in Batman movies. And then the Toby uh, Toby Maguire Spider Man came out. Then he did his two, did his three. Then Batman Begins came out. You know, I would say I. They think, were never too yeah. far away from each other, but they never did. Movies around the same time or the same year. This is the first time that's. I think that's happening. I think. I think. Uh, Whose side are you on, bro? Batman or Spider Man? Well, I'm Spider Man's side, but I think Spider Man's more popular because he has more of a. He has more of like a relate, not more relatable and more. He has um, a great relatable character. Yeah, and and his, his more villains. kid, more kid friendly yeah. too. Because even Bat- when he gets older, his life problems, bro. He, family, yeah, wife, literally. kids, all that. Like he is. You're right. He literally is the most relatable because Batman is cool, but Batman was always the guy you wanted to be because he was the playboy. He had the money. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying not everybody's gonna be a billionaire and not and everybody's and shit. Like and not that, everybody's you know? parents got shot in front of them. No, <laughs> no, like, no, no, and used it to fuel their power. And, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I get that. Like, hey, people will say, you know, we're not getting bit by a spider, but it's just like, yo, look at the problems. Now, if you really dig deep into some of the Batman storylines, he has some very good relatable uh, stories that I really liked. When he was struggling through his times, you know, he couldn't get through it. He needed his help, and he, you know, he couldn't swallow his pride. That's when Bane broke his back. Yeah. That's a Nightfall series. I have that on the cover somewhere down here somewhere. And uh, he, he had to rely on people to build himself up. How many? How, that's like us, bro. How many times that we don't want to call on anybody to help? We want to figure out ourselves. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Literally. Until you're broken and you can't do it and you're crying for help and you finally get that help from that supporting cast. Yeah. That's where I think it's hard. But you got to geek out like me to really dig into those stories to get that type of meaning. But for me, it's hard. I can't pick between the two. 
Yeah. I, it just, I feel like it's, for me, relatable for both, depending on what I'm going through at the time. But if I had an inch, a little bit, I would have to go with Spider-Man. I'm liking it. I'm, yeah. I'm just liking like, it. Just, you know, because, like, you know, we all like a dark side of ourselves and stuff like yeah. that. But, like, I feel like Spider-Man does, but he keeps that more in control. He never wants to really lash it out as much. Batman just didn't give a shit. Yeah. You know, he didn't really hold that trigger. Like, yeah. he, Spider-Man yeah. had that feeling. He's like, you know, I know I can really beat the piss out of you. I'm not just not going to really kind of go with that route. Until you affected his family. Like, when Kingpin shot Aunt May by mistake. Oh, that was He crazy. went, I, I think he went in the shirt. That's yeah. part of that storyline. He said Craven, he comes back from Craven killing him. It's a whole, yeah. whole, whole storyline. Which Craven, speaking of Craven, as you wear in the, literally yeah. the comic of the death of Spider-Man where Craven was in with the black suit, he's the main villain in the new Spider-Man again. Dude. And the movie's coming out, and it's supposed to be dark. I, and Craven with a dark movie, dude. First of all, it better be epic because she's probably one of the best Spider-Man villains. It's rated have. R, so it is. So it better be good, and he better have that lion mane on his chest, bro. He better have that. If you can't do Craven without that, and if he doesn't have a Spanish accent, I'm gonna lose my shit. I mean, it's Aaron Taylor Johnson. So, but no, but but you, maybe go a little bit because he's from Spain, technically. So you can have like a little bit of an accent, but if you look at when he came, his his outlook and everything, if he speaks English like us, I'm gonna be pissed. I want a smooth because he was smooth. He had a really like like Namor, like how Namor talked, was a little bit of an accent. Yeah. He never had to yell, but when he made his point across, it was that stern uh, that stern talk, and the ladies loved him. So he knew how to finagle the women on the same time and be lethal. Like, and he was such a chess player. With his with his tactics, he's looking for the ultimate hunt. He is, you know and what I'm saying. Then he saw a world of Spider Man and super superheroes. So instead of shying away from it, he's like, "Yo, let's go." Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's clever. And then what? We get Venom too well, in the Spider Man game. How, how do you feel about the new Spider Man game? The trailer. I, honestly, the trailer looks fire. And the fact that you could play both. It's Miles, and you can switch to the Peter Parker one. Did you see that yes. gameplay? Oh, dude, when they were I've in the water, right? I think they're. Uh... I've watched the gameplay three times. Oh already. my god, bro! I was three. like, and then Venom, best looking Venom. Honestly, the way they're doing it video game wise, I think they got a great idea the way Tom Hardy did his Venom, and they yeah. threw it into Spider Man because if you remember all the old Venom games and uh, you know the, the cartoons, he never used those. Abilities like that. he always had the webbing, like the tentacles and stuff. Dude, yeah, he's throwing a suit at him, bringing it back. Yeah. Once Tom Hardy did that in the in the Venom movie, I felt like they just saw what they did and they made it better. But that's how. So it is. like that's how they should do that going forward. Like take what this video game is doing, oh, dude. and when Venom three, when they're gonna do that, you better take notes because they're nailing that. I think that game and that movie that's coming out might be the best game and best movie done in like the last few years. Yeah, well, um, I mean... The only thing that could the, top that if they do a God of War movie. Because the God of War games are ridiculous. And if you haven't played that, you got to no, play them I, all. Like, you got to play them all. You can't just play the new one. Because you'll never understand the backstory from the original. I feel like that's a hard game. A hard game to make a movie out of, though. Because, like, that's, that's more... That, that's more well, like... Well, you think about it. If, if you did Clash of the Titans. But you could do a little bit better. If you do a Clash of the Titans style... 
But you got to get a character that can play Kratos and can draw the crowd in. That's going to be the toughest part. I think. Yeah, that will you, be. You know what I'm saying? Because I think if the plot's there, we have the technology to do all this crazy special effects. You just got to get a believable character to do it because they wanted to use Triple H. But I'm sorry. Triple H. Even though he'll look <laughs> badass in the makeup and everything, acting, sorry, not going to happen, bro. I can't, I can't see him acting like that. Like Even like a Batista, he would look, look badass, I think. Painted, more suit, looking like God of War. Acting role, I don't think it's just him. It just, it's not that persona. You need like, like a Clint Eastwood attitude and a jacked up fucking body. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if you if you listen to the way he talks, especially in the new ones, he's stern, he gets the point across. And man, if that boy, if he actually raises his voice, you know, you know, you're in trouble. Yeah. You know, Marvel, take notes of this game. The way they made the black suit for Spider Man in this game. Bro. Like, they better do this in the movie, because the last movie with Tobey Maguire, you know... The, they I mean, dropped the ball, <laughs> and then they used Eric from the 70s show as the freaking... Venom. Venom, as Eddie Brock, when Eddie Brock was a jock football player. You know what I'm saying? Once I saw who Venom was, I'm like, this is going to be a shit show. Yeah. This is going to be terrible. And Venom was, like, maybe three times in the movie the entire time. Mm-hmm. And that was even the main film. They advertised that movie so wrong. Because they made it look like the whole movie was about like him, Venom, and we thought it was all going to be that. It wasn't the case at all. He had a weird story with his friend that forgives him for killing his father, and then he helps him towards the end, and Harry somehow well, that dies was, or something like that. That was the Spider-Man 3. That was the time era where every superhero movie, they were just throwing in tons of characters. They it. weren't ready yet. They no. didn't have the platform yet. Like they were, they were trying to get something together, but... They, they couldn't have done it like how the Avenger movies were done. Thank God they didn't screw that up if you think about that. No. Because DC would have been ahead of everything right now if you think about that. They dropped the ball I mean, with those movies. Yeah, it would, have been, it would have been no hope for anybody. No, it would have been nothing. We wouldn't be talking about any of this no. right now. Yeah. Nothing at all like that, you know? But, but I'm psyched. When does that game come out officially? They said in the fall this year. Nice. So this year... When it gets cold out... Yeah. We get the game and sit down inside with it. You know what I'm saying? No, dude, I don't. I don't even. I don't even care if it's warm. You're not seeing me when the game comes <laughs> no, out. No, no, I'm taking time out, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna. That's gonna be like a like, whole day event. We might have to play that live on the Popcorn and Podcast. <laughs> go to <laughs> one know? of our houses. And yeah, just, you just set up the camera and just. We are not responsible to swearing in the language that's gonna come <laughs> out at times, but I think it would be entertaining. You know, you know what's really cool though about this game? They did. They're doing a great job on the black suit, the characters, and everything. But also, the voice actor for Spider-Man, Yuri, I think his name is Yuri Lothenhall. I can't really say his last name right. I probably will butcher it worse than you. (laughs) But it's really cool because he is the original voice actor for Sasuke in the show Naruto. I still have to watch it. My daughter put that on the list on Netflix right now. And Sasuke is, uh, Naruto and Sasuke is everybody's favorite character from Naruto. That's cool. So, so he's the one who's doing the voice in the game? And the thing is, what's better, because he's been the voice in the last game too. But okay. the thing is, in this game, he's got the black suit and all the aggression. It's like re- it's like hearing Sasuke as Spider-Man, which That's is really amazing. Cool. That's really, really like, cool. Because Sasuke, because the difference between, the, just to make this quick like yeah. comparison, the difference between Naruto and Sasuke is Naruto's like, Naruto's like the angel on your shoulder like he's like the one like striving trying to get right. this but he's got something dark pulling him back and Sasuke is the one that's filled with darkness vengeance like he's trying he's going after everybody and he's just angry all the time 
And like, gotcha. okay. And now with now Spider-Man, you get that Spider-Man dark voiceover. Yeah. So like you're and, really like at home with this character right now. Like you like the way this is gonna go. Like That's maybe cool. maybe we'll watch the trailer after we're done again. But like you hear the voice, and I'll even show you like Sasuke's voice when he's mad too. Like it's just you you feel it. Like yeah. if, when you're an Arto fan, and then you hear this game and him. Uh, portraying as the black-suited Spider-Man, mm-hmm. it's it's making me so much happier as well. I can tell the way you're talking about it right now, bro. Like you can even <laughs> see right here, I have the you got the, the game, whole perfect yeah. setup right now. I got, you got, the, I got game. The, the game reverse Spider-Man right here, and that Venom is pretty accurate because I think if that's how it's gonna yeah, that's look, what he's it, gonna look like too. That's what he's gonna look like. It, you know what I'm saying? Now, who is the guy next to Spider-Man? What do you got right there? All right, so. That's not nothing but One Piece or anything, right? What do we got? I can't see over there. What so do, what yeah, this is actually. Luffy right here and oh, One your Piece. your guy right there. All right, right. You know what? I'm going to start before I really jump to what he is. <laughs> See what I started there? <laughs> what I'm going to get to is, so One Piece, man. If any, listen, anime. Yeah, school me, bro, because I but, haven't watched anything of One Piece yet. I haven't. I know you're disappointed, you know, but you did give me a long list of stuff to go watch. Yeah, you I, know, I, I got I know. Attack on Titan down. Good. I completed that. Yeah, Best well. anime of all time. Demon Slayer. <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> Definitely one of my top animes of all time. Death Note could have been until they killed L. That pissed me off. Death Note, the movie, sucked. That was terrible, bro. You were so right. I should have never watched that movie. I told you it was bad. That was so, so bad. Hero, my Hero Academy, my daughter really, really enjoying that right now. It's it's very, very good. I didn't get to watch it with her because I was leaving to come here, so I didn't get to watch it yet. The fact that she's still watching it when I left... I know it's good. It's no, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, no, I it know is, it's really, really it good. Is amazing. And then one piece I got to get into too. I definitely got to get into that. But I know there's some news, right? Coming out with one piece right. right now. So with one piece, man, oh man, let me tell you, anime has like like we've all known anime has been taking over the last couple years, and it's going to take over life in general. Right. And um, it's the most popular it's ever. Yeah. Been. Like the only thing that's going to be bigger than one piece it's is. Not even just Dragon Ball, but like Spider Man, and then yeah. Spider Man's only like a phase. Honest, no offense. Like, no, I love you're right Spider-Man. because it's just a besides phase. this game and that movie, what else did you hear about Spider Man? No, it's you gotta been, like, like really look at the comic books and geek out like I would do to yeah. really get involved in it. Spider Man, like Marvel, Marvel things are more like phases. Anime is a yearly thing because yeah. like. It never stops running. No, how and many then, episodes are there? So right now, and you watch yeah. them all, you oh, crazy yeah, bastard. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, right to, with tomorrow there will be a thousand sixty-three episodes. That's and, crazy, bro. But the thing is, well, One Piece right now, what One Piece is going absolutely nuts right now. Yeah. And I'll start off with One Piece went out. And is now because I, I, you know what? I'm jumping a little too far for myself. I, I'm screwing <laughs> up right now. One Piece is making a live action series on Netflix, and oh, the creator of One Piece, the original creator, yeah. Oda, is working with Netflix himself, picking all the characters and actors that he wants to play. Mm. And he's in there, and Netflix isn't releasing the show until he likes it. And it's supposed to be near the end of this year, but that's maybe really cool. maybe next year. Yeah. So that's going to be really awesome. So he's making it. He's making sure that it's not going to be like a live Death Note movie. Yeah. Like he's making it because sure that plot's going to be right. Because let's be real. The first anime and live action movie, I think it was Dragon Ball Z when I was in high school. <laughs> and that, my God, that was so, so horrible. I yeah. think it lasted in the movie theaters 24 hours. 
That might have been the shortest movie viewing ever in history. That movie sucked. It was terrible. And then, like I said, Death Note, the live action, was god-awful. Yeah. God-awful. So that's good. At least because he knows that could break a huge franchise if you screw it. It will, because what he wants to do. Look, what, 1,061 episodes, and it'll take one movie? They'll be like, yeah, this sucks. I'm never watching this again. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because he knows the how it goes with people trying to make movies out of anime, like real it's life tough. movies. It's, no, tough. it's tough. It really and is. So, and what he, but his main goal is he wants to diverse it so people who don't watch anime watch it. Okay. And that's what he's trying to do. And that's I, the and best I, way because he could rope them in. And I trust. And it. honestly, after seeing everything I've seen in One Piece, I trust him. Yeah. I the only I thing, haven't watched One Piece yet. Yeah. I haven't. I yeah, gotta watch that. And uh, what is it One Punch? One Punch Man is pretty cool. It's not bad. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, they're coming out third season soon, but one, that's definitely a cool one just to check out. Okay. Uh, but yeah, they're still going with One Piece. One Piece and Oda, the creator, have reached out, and Toei Animation, that's like all anime yeah. animations and stuff, have reached out to Warner Brothers, and for because this that's right big, dude. now this where you see right here where he where Jeremy toy, just pointed man. out yeah. was. This is Gear 5 Luffy right here, as anyone can see on camera. And what this, what this means is Luffy throughout the series, you know how like in Dragon Ball it's always like Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan 2, 3, 4, yeah. 5, like you know. Then they rebooted it yeah, in yeah. Super Saiyan Blue and yeah, all that stuff. Like yeah, like all yeah, the yeah. God forms and stuff. Yeah. Like With this, he's got something called Gears. And it's not, at, it's not like super powerful as, you know, Super Saiyan or whatever, but... Um, but it's like levels to his strength or whatever. Yeah, and he's unlocked four gears already, and the fifth gear, and when the manga came out, broke the internet. And then really, uh, now where we're getting up to in the show is we're getting to that point. Right. And to make it crazy, crazy good, they reached out to Warner Brothers, and Warner Brothers is working with them to make the Gear Five animation because this right That's here. That's really cool. So Warner Brothers is doing yeah. some big things. They kind of dropped the ball with a lot of stuff over uh, the years. Yes, they have. So th- you think about it, anime, and I'm pretty sure they stay away from an- that style of anime for a reason over the years. This might save them. It will. This because, definitely might save them because they're saying right now this transformation will be bigger than when Goku first turned Super Saiyan. I don't know, bro. I, know, I don't know. I don't know. That is a boat. Listen, man, I got my guy <laughs> right here. Don't you disrespect him like that, all right? That, that's a huge, that's but a that's, huge thing right there. But those know? are the, but that's, that's what's going on right now. That's still one of the greatest things that ever happened in anime was yeah. the Goku transformation. That it's because, yeah, you know. Because you tell me that is going to make me start watching that show. No, it's, if it's you're what they're saying. like that, because you know me, I'm Dragon Ball Z all, all the way, no matter what. I think it, Dragon Ball Z is still probably one of the top anime out there, considering the fact they haven't dropped anything since 2015, and they're still on the top of the charts as one of the most favorite animes to watch. Yeah, well, and relevant, yeah. always bringing up something. If you think about it, people have been waiting since 2015 for that new season. I think when that drops, you might kind of people might forget some of that uh, One Punch. Because you mean one, piece? You, one piece, because you think about it, you're going to get Vegeta's form, then they're going to get uh, Frieza's new form, and then they're going to release who's actually the strongest person in the universe at that time. Well, they're gearing up to make the plan is with the Dragon Ball Z for the final battle that they're trying to do in Super. They're trying to break all the records on the animated fight scene. They're trying. They're trying to build yeah, the yeah. fight they, scene. They came out with that announcement. So right? I feel like this guy is trying to get a jump on it. 
because when Dragon Ball Z drops that, because let's be real, how, what form do you think we're going to We're going to get some crazy Broly form soon. We might get a tournament of power too if they do that route. Or if not, you know Universe 5 and 6 are going to be in, 7 are going to be in there still. You're going to yeah. see Jiren again in new form. Everybody's going to be training to be stronger than ever. You know what I'm saying? I, I think, and then I honestly, mark my words, Vegeta is going to be the new God of Destruction soon. Well, yeah, that's Frieza's going to be at that time. And I think what they're going to do, in my opinion, the season finale, when they wrap up Dragon Ball Super, Vegeta is going to take out Frieza at the end and he's going to be the new God of Destruction. Yeah, well, the, and I think the, he's the going way- to find out that it was Beerus that made Frieza take out his planet. Yeah, well, the, what they... And that's when he's going to unlock like, something bigger. What they're, what they're portraying out of Goku and Vegeta is... Because they're saying that they're, Vegeta's going to surpass him in, in well, no, strength-wise. Like, what they're, what they're, what they're going to do is Goku is going to be like a Whis, and Vegeta's yeah. going to be like a god of destruction. Right. Be- but I think Vegeta's finally going to get his dues. Yeah, and if you right. do what I've been doing, because I haven't told you I've been doing this, I've been rewatching the original Dragon Balls until now. And if you actually watch the original ones from back in the day, when him and Goku first fought, they teased Ultra Instinct. And if you think about it, they teased uh, the Ultra Ego because it made, it hit all his major blasts that he does and finish everybody else, it's purple. When he rages out the hardest, if you look at even the original, Dragon Ball Super, when he first fought Goku the first time, his major beam was purple. They hinted that from day one, dude. Yeah, the Gallic Gun. And he's um, been using that on and off, and he's been doing that again. And then even in the beginning, Dragon Ball Super, they hinted uh, Goku's instant, uh, 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 what is that, uh, the angel mode that he's in. Oh, my God. Ultra Instinct. It's Ultra Instinct. When he went Super Saiyan 3, and he went to run at Beerus, and his whole body kind of backed up real quick, and Beerus was like, oh, that was smart, because my movement was going to kill you if you went forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that. already the beginning. If you rewatch all that, they tell you all these hits. Yeah, they, they hinted. They hinted it throughout the show. I think Vegeta's gonna get his due. Yeah, eventually. it's overdue, bro. He's eventually. had all these moments. He had all these great motivational speeches. He's been through the wire. If you actually like watch his history, he's probably one of the coolest upcoming characters. And for me, I like him in anime because his buildup from when he was the ultimate villain, then he got soft. He was trying to find his way. As he was trying to find his way, he's getting his butt kicked. This wasn't going right. He couldn't form into this. He was lagging behind. But then, like I was saying before, once you give it up and see the wrongs and you take a whole new outlook, I think he's going to be the greatest guy in the whole universe in Dragon Ball Z. I think they might do that. And I think he's going to beat up Broly. Because mm-hmm. you think well, when he did the Broly like a, movie, he was in two of them. The but, first one, he really wasn't a major factor in. But that was non-canon. So yeah, it didn't the matter. second one, he was whooping that ass. Yeah, but the thing is, like, and then Goku took over. It's a trio now. Like Broly's like their friends. I don't think they're gonna. No, fight. but they're gonna spar. Well, sparring is a little different. Than, but you like, know how fighting. they get intense because Broly can't control it. Ultra uh, Vegeta's gonna want him to lose his shit because he wants to fight him at his strongest. And then, like, what? The ultra ego, the more damage you take, the stronger and stuff like that you become. And if he masters that, Vegeta might turn to be the most powerful one in all Dragon Ball Z, bro. Mm, no matter might. what, though, a god of destruction doesn't get past uh, Angel, and that's where Goku's level is at. You think you go, they're going to get Goku? Because I know Dragon Ball, well, no, Goku, what is it, uh... What is that, Dragon Ball Hero? I know they're getting crazy with that, with all yeah, like well, the scenarios like, and all, shit yeah. like that. All like it's like a what if series. What I really want to see, and I wish they bring him back, is Super Saiyan Four. <laughs> yeah, I don't see that coming back, bro. They could, they could, they could bring it back in Super. They could totally bring. I think they will. 
I think they will definitely bring that back. Super Saiyan 4, Gogeta, is definitely going to make a comeback in, Super, in uh, Dragon Ball Super. I really think so. Because the way the fans are even teasing and bringing that in Su- uh, Dragon Ball Super, you're going to want to bring that in sooner or later. It's one of the dopest forms, bro. It's just a shame that you know Dragon Ball GT was a little out there, but... <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a thought. It was a thought. It definitely was. It was definitely a thought. But it, I think, you know, I think it could go good. Yeah, but... Sorry, I got well, sidetracked on that. When I talk about Dragon Ball Z, I kind of go... I get into nah, it. It's, a, it's all right. I love it, too. Dragon Ball Z is the father of all anime, and One Piece is, like, its firstborn son. And Naruto is, like, its second. That's crazy. Uh, my friend said that, too. Because of the... It's actually... It makes sense, too. Well, it's the big three in anime is Bleach, Naruto, and One Piece. One Piece came first, then it was Naruto, then it was Bleach. Okay. And then uh, they, they're, the, they're, the, they're the big three. And uh, then they were named, like, Dragon Ball's son. Like, the, the older son. Oh, that's cool. It's like, that's cool. Like, there's a picture. They, have, they People made pictures of Goku hanging around with baby Luffy, baby Naruto, and baby, <laughs> baby Ichigo. Well, they did, like, a crossover, right? In the beginning of this year, there was, like, a Dragon Ball crossover. Oh, yeah, an, ep- an episode, yeah. An episode or something like that, right? I didn't get to watch that. How was that? Did you see I it? I didn't see the full thing because, like... It's it's like you gotta watch it on a certain website, which is weird. But even though it's in English, like I don't know, I, I'll, I'll take time out to watch it when I have the time. Right. Yeah. But just to even finish off with One Piece, like what was really what's been really crazy is One Piece also said um, that they're gonna have the biggest year ever of One Piece this year, okay. and it's gonna it's gonna show up every single anime and animation and everything, and especially and I believe it because episode. 1061 and 1062. So two Sundays in a, two Sundays already. They absolutely, absolutely phenomenal. I've never seen animation better. Like they went crazy, and then they went absolutely crazy that both these episodes each had more views than the NBA playoffs on each day. Well, to be fair, if we're gonna go on the NBA playoffs right now, well. You know. I'll let you finish that. I'll touch on that LeBron James shit in a little bit. <sighs> <laughs> I'm no. sorry. Soon you said in the finals, I just, I, I just started my heart rate started racing a little bit. It just, it just blows my mind that One Piece has such an impact that it has more views than NBA finals, which is crazy. But that shows you how long it came from because dude, there's not mm-hmm. a lot of things that could do that, especially the NBA finals. Mm-hmm. That's like almost unheard of. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But especially on. the finals now. We had what a huge upset. LeBron James got swept, swept. Listen, listen. And though. I'm gonna say it now: <clears throat> the goatness argument and who's the goat. Say goodbye to that shit. Yeah, but say how? Like his. Say goodbye. To the thing is though, like, you know what I say when people try to compare that? Um, LeBron's stats are better than everyone else in the league ever. Like he yeah. and and he's got and he's got. He uh, can't touch Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant defensive. He has no de- defensive fucking. No defense, things. bro. This you, guy's thirty eight, averaging thirty dude, a game. Look at the de- look at the defense records. He's not even in the top five. He's not even in the top five in defense. That's crazy. And then when he wants the ball on the line, how many times has he failed with the ball shot on the clock and the ball is lost? Not true. He actually he flunked this last week. He missed a Damn. fucking layup, bro. <laughs> he missed a dunk, a wide open dunk, and he missed a layup for a game winning shot. And then bitched and moaned to get a foul through a temper tantrum everywhere. You ever see? You ever see Michael Jordan do that? 
Now, he got beat up by the Pistons three fucking years in a row. You know what that man did? He didn't trade the team. He got better, okay? Well, and he they, worked they, at it. The man scored 62 points when he had the flu. They carried him off the bus to play the game. Game was over. They carried him back on. LeBron James sat out for a month because he hurt his pinky toe. You know what I'm saying? Like, greatness and toughness. I mean, don't get me wrong. Errors are errors. So that is very hard. Every error is different how they play the game. So I real respect that. But I like what Scottie Pippen said, too. You can't, you can't declare yourself the greatest. The people do it. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know what I'm but- saying? And I don't get how you put LeBron James over Kobe Bryant. Everybody goes top three. And they always go Michael Jordan... Or LeBron James, which that's not even going to be a talk anymore. But it, it usually would go one or the other. So it will be Michael Jordan. Then it goes, for some reason, LeBron James. And then somebody puts something before Kobe, and then it'll be Kobe. And some people don't even put Kobe in the top three, which is mind-blowing. Because for me, it'll be Michael Jordan. It'll be Kobe Bryant. Then Tim Duncan. Nobody gives credit for, has five rings, has been in the playoffs almost more than anybody else as well, Bro, and one of Tim, the oldest people to no. do it, one of the greatest offensive and no. defensive players, centers to do it. You don't think Tim Duncan belongs on there? He should not be in this conversation. Bro, you don't know your basketball, bro. You I know his stats. I used to watch the Spurs. Do you, do you, do you watch his, his history? You know what that man has done no, in he, there? He, He's he, one of the greatest big men to ever do it. Holy frick. He was one of the first big men to shoot a three. You're going you're gonna to tell me he's better than Patrick Ewan? Yes. Walt Chamberlain? Yes, because he has what? rings. Patrick Ewan never won a ring. Patrick Ewan was good enough to fuck up with the finals. What about our boy Bill Russell, 11 championships? Yeah, that's great. But like I'm saying, like, you're not going to put him... I'm talking about big men, and then let's be real, team stats, the, the way he shuffled the ball, team leadership, the way he managed that team on and off, and one of the most loyal, besides Michael Jordan, one of the most, and Kobe Bryant, three of the most loyal players to their team ever to do it. When that coach stopped, he stopped. Whoa, Warrior I'm... on and off the field, and he never got political. He never played with the field and whatsoever. Yeah, that that I'll you, admit, you know that, what I'm saying, that, but look, there's no way you might want to do some more research. No, 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 you got the laptop look, in front of you. I'll, I'll admit, but there's look, no LeBron, way you can't put Tim Duncan in that category. You can't. I'm sorry, you can't. There's no. Way. I'll, I'll say I admit LeBron's downfall is the political side of it, but like besides everything else. Like, LeBron has changed, like, so did Jordan. I can't, like, deny it. Like, I'll even give you my top three. It, for me, it's LeBron, Kobe, Jordan. It's literally opposite what we had. But, like, yeah. Um, you can't put Jordan, though, behind Kobe. Just stats alone. Kobe hasn't caught, like, half of that. Yeah, well. And if you look at stats of Michael Jordan and LeBron James, LeBron still is well, no, behind Kobe, in MVPs. Kobe, Kobe, Kobe beat uh, Jordan's stats. He just didn't beat the championship. The championship rings and stuff like that. Like yeah. every all, but that's what that's what makes and breaks it. Because that's that's back to back three times each time. That's six back to back. No, that hasn't been done. It hasn't been done. And he's the only one that didn't need a super team to do it. He just built the right team. There's a difference. Everybody's like, oh, Kevin Durant. He went on the Warriors and he didn't deserve the ring. Stop it. Because I'm pretty sure LeBron James did the same thing, but he just took everybody else from another team and brought them to Miami. So don't tell me, oh, it's already for Stop it. Stop it. Actually, the real super team that really started was the Pistons. Hamilton. You remember that team? Do you, yeah, does anybody remember the Detroit old, Pistons? That was a long time ago. That was a super team. <laughs> but, like, you know what, you know what though? The Celtics I, were a super team. 
Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, yeah, no, Kevin Garrett, Celtic, Kevin Durant. Celtics you know what I'm were, saying? Like, in like tw- the 2010 eras. They were the ones who were shutting down Kobe Bryant at the time. That, that, that was some basketball. If you want to talk about my favorite time in basketball, when the Celtics, Kobe Bryant was going at, uh, you know, with the, with the Celtics at that time, with that team yeah, era. They were, they were and he didn't nuts. have Shaq, so it was more of like a brutal, you know, battle to go into. That was a lot of fun basketball, man. It really was. Because right now, the Celtics could take it. You know, they're Chicago's playing, they're, killing it too. They're doing their thing. Well, but. Celtics is playing game uh, game six tonight against. It's, the it's tonight, right? Yeah, I mean, everyone was. It was funny because you know everyone thought that he was going to sweep, and then uh, then Who all was going to sweep. Butler, the, the the Heat were going to sweep the Celtics. No, that, and I, then I, I, that was crazy because it was three. It was three zero, and now it's it's it, then they won, and then. They won again, so now yeah. it's three two. Yeah, and everyone's like on the edge right now. I, I think, think I think Celtics are gonna pull it off. I could be wrong. It'd be first in history. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll totally be. I, I could definitely be wrong, but I think the Celt. I think the Celtics might go all the way. But if you really think about it, who do you? If either the Heat or the Celtics get in the finals, who's going up against the Nuggets? Especially Jokic. This guy's 50, Bro, 10, and 11 dude, every this game. This guy is freaking disgusting right now. Like, dude, he's playing so good. People are hating on him and yes. looking at things to hate on him for. Like People are mad at him that he doesn't have a cell phone. <laughs> you, did you see that? People are mad at him because he doesn't have a cell phone. So the man is so good and so kind, right, that you got to find a reason to be mad at him. And they're hating on him because he doesn't have social media. So they think he's a bad person to the people because he doesn't have social media. He's like, I only watch YouTube to watch, uh, I think it was like horses or like golf or some shit like that. And he's like into like a weird sport. Yeah, but he's from that a different like country. Really, yeah, so he's a, little, he he's, a little, he's a little different. Yeah, but he doesn't, he's like, he's like, I don't need all that. So, but the basketball that boy is playing right now. No, dude, he, he's absolutely, I got to give it to you. You got to give Jokic it to you. You know is, what I'm saying? Jamal Murray too is doing really good. Mm-hmm. So it's like a point mm-hmm. guard and your center Destroying everybody That's a perfect match If you think about it That was like Kobe and Shaq Back in the day It was But the thing If you could find that recipe With the right players Look what could happen Yeah you know Like That's why Like my favorite team Was probably I would say The 2016 Cavaliers They were fine because here's the thing. Like, they not were, even just, that was a great team. Not even just because they made history in the finals coming back from a 3-1 and winning mm-hmm. it all. It's just Honestly, their that was team. the best basketball I thought LeBron James played. Yeah, like they – even everyone thought like, oh, it's such a crazy team. Like, no, if you really think about it, LeBron has such an evenly matched team yeah. that like the only – he had one superstar in his team and it was Kyrie. That was and, it. And love, love did his thing now. No, Love did really good You know what I'm saying? They just – you know, it, I don't know what happened with that actually. Well, I don't know. They, they just all branch out. Kyrie's on, like, a whole spiritual thing that's getting him, like, in trouble in the league. Like, Kevin Love is on the— I don't know Kyrie. Kevin Love's on a different team. He's doing okay. But he's not—like, the, during that time, like, they didn't—they had, like, role players on the yeah. bench. And they did well because they all they knew, knew how to their play role. Together. The problem yeah. now is half these players don't know their role. They want to be all Gucci'd out, acting like they're a the man. <laughs> and look what happened to that one guy, what, Timberwolves or whatever the hell it was, that it was busting LeBron James's chops. That's going to be the last oh, game. Yeah, 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 what, yeah, what the hell is yeah, that yeah. ignorant fool's name? No, the Grizzlies. It was the Grizzlies. Yeah, bro. He's talking all that mess. Meanwhile, he missed every every bucket he shot. He's acting like that dude. Uh, LeBron James go up to him in that last game he did. And very much said, you, you do know your career is done, right? <laughs> 
And you know what's funny? After they lost, he has no team to go on, and no team is picking him up right now because he just wanted to be trashy and ghetto for no reason. Yeah, Dylan Brooks from He the, talked all that shit, bro. You're not even scoring 30 points. He even scored 25. Like, you're talking to the GOAT here, so, you know. And if you're going to talk to first of all, as much as LeBron James aggravates me, the reason why LeBron James won that series is because you talked – shit to one of the best players in the world. You just don't do that. No. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you know your people place. have done that to Kobe Bryant. They've done it to Michael Jordan. There's so many players that like they'll matter. Like Kevin Durant told this story. It's like, yeah, he like he was guarding uh, Michael Jordan really good. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's talking smack. And the guys went up to him like, yo, why did why'd you do that now? Well, because I'm on him. Nope. He dropped fucking like 40-some points. They blew him out by like 30. It's just like it's like a rule. Like, don't talk shit to the best player on the team. Because now they cost the whole series because you wanted to piss off LeBron James. And let's be real, he went off in that series. Yeah, you know what's, he did. You know what's he funny? Did. I can relate to that because when I was playing basketball, I had an AAU game. And, mm-hmm. man, I, I felt like Jordan at the moment. Like You had your moment. I had, yeah. I had a... Like you couldn't miss. I was, no, I, the thing was I was super sick. I had a bronchitis mm-hmm. and I was, like, dying and... Like, you know, I was hopping on the court, and, like, I still went to the game, even though, like, the doctor was like, no, don't play. I, you know, I was like, screw that. You pulled that. the Michael Jordan, then, bro. You know what I'm saying? What happened was, during the game, like, you know, I'm, like, I'm kind of a little slow, sluggish at first, slow and sluggish, and, you know, a lot of kids on Long Island like to talk trash, so they were talking a little trash, you know, whatever. And then what? And then what, what was really funny was, like, after that, I was just like, you know what? I was like, time to just go in. Yeah. I went in. I dropped 29. Nice. And we won. Nice. Nice. We you, won. You were in the zone. You couldn't miss, and you used that fuel, you know, as fuel to freaking shut everybody up. That's what LeBron James did. Yeah. You never talk smack to the greatest player like that on that thing. So, Why do you think they didn't do that with LeBron James with this last game? Why would you talk shit to him? You're winning. You're sweeping him. <laughs> you know? Don't yeah. anchor the bull. You know? I mean, uh... Now LeBron has uh, opened the conversation about uh, being retired. He's not going to retire. It's all, it's I don't all, think so It's either. all publicity. It's going to keep his name regular. I call that the Conor McGregor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like McGregor's going to fight soon. He act like he retired. Then he came yeah. back. He goes on Twitter. He'll do a movie. He'll do something <laughs> else. And then he'll be playing. And then, yo, he might use all this. Motivation clear his mind. I think LeBron James could win one more year. I think he can yeah, win he's, one more he's time. Got, he's got he just needs to focus. And look, listen, who am I? Who am I to talk, right? But I feel like instead of worrying about the political views and being everybody's fan favorite on votes and all this other stuff, before he did that, he was focused on the game of basketball, bro. Look how dangerous he was when he was just he was a only on basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he can get that mindset again. And, yes, you want to be the, like the Magic Don Johnson. You want to dish the ball out. You know, you don't want to be a ball hog. But there's times where you got to be that man. Yeah. And I feel like lately, like not saying he's not the man, but he, he he just wants to give it to somebody else. There's times you're not supposed to give, my friend. He's, you're supposed yeah. to take that, you know, take take that team on your back. I think that's where everybody always says there's the difference between him and Michael Jordan. Yeah, I can see Because the competitiveness, right. not saying he's not competitive. No. But like Michael Jordan's competitiveness and Kobe Bryant. Honestly, I even think, too, competitiveness and work ethic. Right here, Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. I'll actually put Kobe Bryant, like... No, Kobe's mentality you can't reach. When he that was different, that when was he different was gonna, uh, what's his name? Uh, Dwight Howard was gonna sign <clears throat> to the Lakers, right? And uh, Kobe Bryant, Stephen A. Smith tells this story all the time. He's like, Kobe Bryant gets off the phone with that boy, and he goes, he ain't ready. I don't want him. 
<laughs> I don't want him. Like, why? He's like, he didn't mention one thing about the game of basketball. He said he was worried about producers, movies, monies, uh, sponsorships, stuff like that. Kobe Bryant literally told him on the phone, he's like, motherfucker, you ain't ready for this. And he hung up the phone. That's the main reason why he never wanted Dwight Howard on the Lakers. That show, because when everybody, Allen Iverson said it too. He's like, when I'm going to the bar, when I was going to the club, like, Kobe, where you going? He was practicing. Yeah. Four yeah. in the morning practice. Camelo was like, I'm not getting up 4 a.m. with this guy. I'm going at 10 and 11. That's too early for me. But it showed you the work difference. And then there was a guy, uh, Tracy McGrady, was talking about how the one time he wanted to outwork Kobe Bryant in the gym. So he goes to the gym at 4 a.m., right? He goes to the gym. He's practicing. And then all of a sudden he sees Kobe Bryant walk out. He goes, see you later, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. He already worked out already. Yeah. That man was there at 4, so that means he did a two-hour workout beforehand. Yeah. So that means Kobe Bryant was there at 2 a.m., said see you later purposely because Kobe Bryant said before he paid, he was like, I was going to go home. And then I heard you come in. And I was like, that is the coolest thing to say. He's like, I was done practicing, but then I knew you were there. He's like, I wanted you to know that I work harder than you. Yeah, he was the man. You're not going to get that work ethic out of anybody. That's why there's another reason why I will always put Kobe Bryant over LeBron James. I can see it. The work ethic. You, you know what I'm saying? The role model aspect of it. You know, and Kobe Bryant didn't get political too much at all. I don't think athletes should get political at all. Because uh, you job. make your money with whoever the president or not is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? COVID hit, you still had your millions and your endorsements and shit like that. It really didn't matter. We were struggling. The superstars out there should really shut up. You know, they have no say. And Mark Wahlberg says it all the time. Why, why would I give my political reviews? In my opinion, don't matter. Literally. I'm making millions of dollars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they should not put their input on there whatsoever. But that, that's, that's my outtake. So, that, that's how I feel about that. So either or, say vice versa or whatever. Say either the Heat make it to the finals or the Celtics make it to the finals. Who do you think is taking it home against the Denver Nuggets? And you can even say Celtics and four. Like if they're playing the Nuggets, yeah. Celtics and four. Okay. Nuggets will win in seven if they play Chicago. I think that is a that is a, t- I, that is a tough opinion. Or I can't, I can't even lie. I, I don't even know what to say to that. That's what I do, bro. <laughs> like, uh, but think about it. Ideally, I think I think it'd be a little bit more of a battle between uh, the Nuggets and the Bulls. Yeah, well, Jimmy Butler is I honestly, stupid. If they're, not, if they're not fatigued and too tired, because that's what happens when the team plays somebody that's a little fresher, um, the Celtics, I think the Celtics will win in four. But if they're fatigued and they're kind of shot, I'll say game five or six. Mainly five. I See, think five. I, I it think really depends that, how fresh whoever is going in there. Because the Nuggets are chilling. You know, they, they, you know, they're not in the battles like everybody else has been in, too. So, that you know, their recovery time is a little bit better. I think, you know? uh, say if the Celtics make it somehow, I think Nuggets will take it because I think Celtics put all their would put all their energy into the, playing that, the Heat. Yeah. But if the Heat make it and it's against the Nuggets, I think... It's. I, I think you might it see will the be, best basketball in a while, bro. Yeah, I really think. That I, I think that. I think that would be absolutely amazing. That might. That might go to six or seven. I think it's going to seven, bro. And I don't think I could choose either because the thing is, like, Butler is just. Yeah. He's just they're calling him <laughs> Jordan's baby for a reason, bro. Like, yeah, I don't he know. turns it up when they. That was another guy that they talk shit to. 
And he was like, a word? I love when he does, oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah, I'm going to see you, yeah. And he just lit him up, bro. He just stupid. Lit him up, and I love every moment about it. That's why I love the game of basketball. There's just different type of style of talking shit in that game where it's just like, you're not getting emotional, you're not throwing hands at each other, you're just talking shit. It's like, oh, okay, you, you want to you wanna talk that mess? I'm going to drop 40 in front of your home crowd right now. You know, I, lo- I love the game of basketball. I really, really do. It's, it's freaking awesome. But, yeah, I think that's how that's going to go, man. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I kind of agree. I think if because this is the farthest the Nuggets have gone since Camelo Anthony and shit. Like yeah, that. it's been it's been uh, over like ten, like well you, over like a decade, decades. Bro. Yeah, I think I think uh, yeah, definitely. If Celtics make it and they play the Nuggets, I think the Nuggets will take it. But if the Heat and the Nuggets play, I'm on edge. Like I think it'll it'll go to game six or seven, but. I don't know who's gonna take it because it's like because it's like you, you have. You should watch one, one of the games on the popcorn podcast, bro. Oh yeah, one of the one of the. Why not, finals. man? Well, yeah, well, you watch some of the finals here. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. A little well, something different. Get to chime in. Maybe some bets online. I know Tommy would be betting <laughs> motherfucking yeah. all day on there, bro, man. He probably doesn't you know? even know, and he's just like yeah. he just like spread. He's just going a whole spread. I know him. He's like, hey, I won. You know, <laughs> I think that'd be cool. I think we should do that. I think that'd well, be a lot of fun. We'll man. find out tonight who plays the Nuggets. Yeah, so. yeah, we definitely will, man. But I think that's about it, brother. Yeah. I think, I think you know, it's it. a little shorter than our usual podcast, but I think we covered a whole lot of good stuff. We did get there, a lot. Man. We got a lot. We got a whole lot in there. And how, how were the viewers on the online situation over online, there? Okay. They fluctuated a lot. But all right, I'll they, take it. I'll I think the it. most we have was like 300 at one point. Hey, all right, you know, that's a Moroccan <laughs> shit. Hey, yes, sir. You, you know what I'm saying? I'll take that. And this is the first time we didn't have our personality with us. You know, Tommy, yeah. I think we did kind of good, you know, but he was still here watching. Tommy you know? just said he lost three bets today. Well, I don't think you should do the final bets. Don't do the finals, bro. <laughs> don't do the finals, my man. <laughs> but, yo, guys, we're going to wrap it up. Actually, you know, real quick before we wrap it up, I just want to say I'm proud of this young man. I've known him for a very, very long time. He went from not fucking speaking <laughs> at all. Okay, braided hair, long earrings, wouldn't talk, nothing, basketball jerseys all day. And I never would have thought I'd be spending my time with this young man and having a great time doing it. So, yo, I know your parents are proud of you. I'm proud of you. Sky's the limit. This guy just did a modeling thing over the weekend, crushed it, got paid for it too, right? Yes, sir. That's freaking yep. awesome. There's so many deals and opportunities coming his way. God is blessing him with amazing things. And if you want to give any shout-outs before you go, I'm just going to do mine real quick. Real quick, It's Time Warp. Always Time Warp. We were just over there. Thank you so much for taking care of my daughter. They hooked her up with all these Godzilla Pokemon yeah, cards yeah. and stuff like that. So, so cool. And um, for Tommy, retro game on. I think I butchered it, but I bring the show. They got a spot Lake Grove, Smith Haven Mall, Mill Place. And my business, 10-8 Technology Drive, Eastern Talk with J-Paul Fitness. First training sessions free in the house. We have massage therapy, and we, always, um, we also have boxing available as well. So I'm going to shut up now. Sriracha is out. Let Tyler close it out. All right. I just want to give a shout-out to, real quick to this guy named Angel. You can follow him on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok, The Hairbender. He's got an English and Spanish. The Hairbender? Yeah. I like that. cool, right? I, I, actually, I really, really like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he, you can find him on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. He's got English and Spanish accounts. And um, he blew up. Yeah, because he's from Spain. So okay. he, he blew up, and he got invited out to Connecticut for this big barber expo. And he invited me down personally 
to come model for him and cut my hair a little bit and see what he does. Great guy. I loved him. We actually became friends. Nice. And uh, You never know what's going to open up a door in the future, bro. Oh, yeah. He, he's awesome. He's got... His Spanish, his TikTok Spanish account is almost at a million followers. Mm. Um, his English ones are like close to 300k. Wow! So he, he, d- he does like a lot of anime hairstyle cuts or like from TV shows, movies. Like his his main thing is he cut like normal haircuts that take an hour. He does it in less than 10 minutes. That's awesome. And uh, especially the style yeah. of haircuts. I went on his uh, on his page. Some really detailed stuff he does, man. That's not easy very, work. Not easy yeah, work very. at all. And he works with a lot with long hair because a lot of people, have, a lot of barbers have trouble with styling, cutting long hair. And he represented me in front of thousands of people with my long hair and was showing. Yeah, I, I go that. for like I told him I just want the Vin Diesel look. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> he can do the beard. He can do the beard. Yo, I always wanted to do something funky with my beard. You ever watch Wild Wild West? Before we close it out, the Will Smith one. Nah, nah. The main villain, he had all these weird designs. It's like Tony Stark on steroids with his beard, bro. Like, it was like designed here, curled out here. I'm going to do something funky with this beard right, one. Right, this right. way, yeah. Yeah, so. but shouts out to him, and it was really fun. I loved going down there and meeting so many people. And then uh, shout out to this guy, and for me and him going alone today. And shout out to Tommy, who's watching. You know. It's it's kind of weird with you not uh, saying. I'm, I'm usually like his uh, 200 uh, shout out per, per minute words out there. You know, nah, the, he, duh, 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 duh. Tommy's like Eminem. <laughs> he could say he could say a thousand words in less. It's than a little five bit seconds. of everything. That, yeah. I can't even do it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even do it. Well, I can't do it at all. That's uh that's all I got. All right. So that is it, ladies and gentlemen, and Sriracha and Ty. We are out.